Join former NBA stars and Marquette alumni Dwayne Wade and Travis Diener as they return to Milwaukee this summer for Wade versus Diener, Champions for Literacy. Golf alongside the stars at the Bog in Sockville on July 24th. A day full of food, fun, events. What kind of events? Mm, sounds interesting. Golf all while funding local youth literacy projects. Learn more at wadeversusdiener.giftsmart.com. You are listening to Homer and Tony with Cousin Sub Sub of the Day, Melanie Ricks and Tony Smith on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Mel, they had me at golf. They didn't have to say anything else. I know. I'm already knowing. <laughs> golf. I'm in. Uh, listen, you were not here yesterday mm-hmm. when uh, we heard about the news. Yep. The news. And you know what I'm talking about, the news. The news. Not the uh, PGA versus Live. We'll get into that news later. Uh, <laughs> but the other news that you're more familiar with, that people know you mm. about, the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Another bougie Bucks fan here, <laughs> Melanie Ricks. Uh you got a new coach. Yes, we do. And by the way, Bucks fans have every right to be bougie because we have the greatest basketball player in the world. So, yeah. I mean, the expectations, they have to be high. But you know what? Yeah, you're, Don't you're, you want us to have high expectations knowing yes. what we have on Bucks our roster? Are, Bucks are a championship caliber exactly. roster. Yes. 100% you yes. should be bougie right now. Do you feel, though, and I, I know I'm kind of flipping it on you, but only because you said championship caliber, do you feel that we have drafted a championship caliber coach. Because even though he has not had a head coaching position, he's been in the league for 25 years. Yeah, Mel, you know, uh, our audience will know this. Our audience will know this. I am, I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't put a lot on the coach. I don't give him a lot. Is that a player thing? Well, I don't give him a lot of blame, but I also don't give him a lot of credit. Is that a player thing though? Because of your experience with coaches. I'm not sure. I mean, like, I'm not saying coaches don't make a difference. Now, don't get me wrong there. Yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying like if I see a team lose or I see a team win, I'm probably going to say it's because of the players. First. So what does a coach have to do with the win or loss in uh, your mind? They they have a I, I would say they're about 15% of the okay. the the pie. So okay. 85% is is what the players are doing out there. Okay. Because I I coach kids as well and I know that like I could drop the greatest play in the world if they don't go execute it. Guess what? Right, looks like crap. Right, right. So uh, I can only like put you in a position, but at the end of the day, you got to go do. You got to go execute. Like if I say you got to set a screen here at this specific time, timing's got to be right. You got to go out there and do it. Right. So I, I, I really, the hire to me. First of all, the firing to me. I mean, really, was it Bud's fault? I don't think so. A lot of people want to say, you know, he didn't make adjustments or. Um, you know, whatever it was, like I just don't know what else besides adjustment. Adjustments to me is like, really, are you going to adjust the way you play? I don't know. Can you do that? You you would have had to practice a bunch of stuff, and then maybe that's where they want to go with, right? Okay, you didn't prepare to make adjustments. You didn't prepare for that, which How I, does find, one prepare I find hard to believe. To well, you got you got to go over a lot of stuff. You gotta you got you got people who so what what they'll do, Mel? They'll have assistant coaches. And they typically will assign a few teams to each coach mm-hmm. that you scout during, when you for the regular season yeah. when you play these teams because mm-hmm. uh, you know you're going to play everybody in the league uh, at least twice so somebody's got to have that scout and they'll know what they do they've been watching film on them they know what kind of stuff they do defensively they know what they want to do the teams 
uh, offensively. They know what plays they want to run. They know situations. They know everything. I'm um, trust me. When you walk in on game day and before game day and, and shoot around, but when you walk in for the game that night, everything's on the board that we went over. Right. Right. About that team tells you everything. There's even guys if you don't know. He wants to go left. He wants to get to his left. Right? He wants to get in the post, turn over his right shoulder. Everything's on the board for you. So they know um, what every other team is doing. So that's never going to be an issue. Like as for you as a player, you're not going to be surprised by what somebody does. And I, t- I tell Homer and our audience all the time, like, listen, the offense has the advantage. Because when we go over a play, I'm going to say, I'm going to go off the screen here and – there's always a if the defense does this. The defense can do a handful of things, like two or three things, right? So offensively, there's a counter to everything they want to do. Mm-hmm. And what it ends up happening is you have to give up something. And that's just what it is. Uh, you'll hear that if you go to practice, we want to give this up. or Because you, you got to give up something. You're going to give up something. Mm-hmm. You want to make it difficult for the team or what you think their weakness is. That's what you want to push them to. Obviously, the offense is trying to get to their strength. So... Um, you know, th- those are the kind of adjustments you will prepare for in a sh- in a walkthrough uh, or maybe a day like in the playoffs. You have a couple of days of that you can walk through it and practice stuff that that actually happened in the last game. This situation, like okay, we were getting killed on this certain pick and roll here. How do we want to cover that? All right, if we do this, we do this. You know, there, there's always counters. So that's why I say I'm, it's hard for me to believe that there was no like adjustments being made. They're just automatically made. But you can't stop everything. I mean, if a team gets hot, you're just done. But based on your logic, I feel like it almost challenges that thought process of defense wins championships. Do you not believe in that statement? Uh, no, you got to defend. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of defending is just hustling, right? Because that's how you can make up for the offense gaining some space, right? Because you need space to shoot, right? Mm-hmm. The offense getting some space, uh, you just have to outwork them. Right. On the defensive end. On offense, it's about execution. On defense, it's about outworking. Right. You got to outwork the offense in order to cover up, you know, run out to shooters. Because there's going to be, an, if you if you do the right thing defensively, they're going to get an open look. They're going to get a few seconds to shoot. You just got to hustle to that rotation. So I don't buy into the, oh, he wasn't making adjustments, didn't do this. I don't know. I kind of think the adjustments are already out there. The players just got to go ahead and execute them. And again, you can just. Get on a bad stretch of games. Uh, you know, confidence is down. You're just not playing well. It's just like in anybody who's played any sport, you've had ups and downs with your confidence playing. Right. Not only your own game, but what, whatever team you're on. If you're in a team sport, uh, your team's not playing well for a couple of games or maybe for a quarter in a game or for a half, whatever. It, it goes up and down like that. That's just the way it goes. So that's why I don't give the coaches too much blame because I've been a coach at you know at the youth level. And I see a lot of times, like, man, that's not what we went over. <laughs> I tell Homer that during Marquette games, I tell him the same thing. We see something that looks funny out there. I'm like, I don't think that's what Shaka drew up right. in the huddle. I don't think that happened. So that's why I don't give coaches too much credit nor too much blame. But I was I was thinking during this heat run that, like, man, they're 1-1 one and one against the number one seed at West. Like, did we jump the gun with the bud firing? I know I've asked I've, – I've talked about that with Homer – but I want to get your uh, thoughts on, man, maybe do, do, do you think that they think maybe we've jumped the gun on that? I don't think that they believe that. I think that they likely exercised every possible option 
Um, I don't think that this was a decision that was made lightly and overnight. You know, I think that they had to sleep on it. And there were a lot of different people involved in the discussion, including ownership, you know, our president, obviously our GM. And I'm sure some players were involved as well. As we know, Giannis was instrumental in the hiring of Coach Griffin. I personally feel that the Heat are not your typical eight seed. We've been saying it all along. I do not think, however, that a one seed can be eliminated in the first round in five games at that and there not be repercussions from that, especially when you can't blame injury, you can't blame illness. Like, what else do you blame it on? And I'm not saying you put that blame on coaching, but something has to happen. You know, you can't uh, go into the playoffs, the one seed, and get eliminated by an eight seed, typical eight seed or not. So I'm, I'm not saying, you know, right or wrong, but I think that it was a decision that they did not take lightly, but I don't think there are any regrets with it. Yeah, and uh, the other thing I want to ask, and anybody else, uh, I w- actually want to get the, the Homer and Tony Nation to yeah, to, to weigh in that. on, yeah. you know, what do you, what do you want to see from the new coach? Yeah. Like, I know, again, I was just talking about adjustments being the big buzzwords, and that's always, every time you talk to anybody about Coach Bud, it was, he doesn't make adjustments. Okay. So is that the main thing you want to see from the new coach? Well, can I just highlight a few yeah. things he had mentioned? So I've been, you know, I watched, I've been reading a bit because I want to really understand who he is as a person and as a coach, of course. You're talking about Griff, right? Yeah, about Griff. Yep. Um, so, by the way, are we calling him Coach Griff? What are we calling him? Uh, Have we decided yet? Uh, Dr. Griff. Homer wanted to call him Dr. Griff Why because Dr. he has a PhD. Oh. Him, and, him and Nick Nurse got a PhD oh, together. Oh, we put some respect yeah, on that name. Wait, uh, Dr. Nurse? That is amazing. Why are we not calling <laughs> yeah, him Dr. Nurse? Yeah, yeah Pebble noted that yesterday. Dr. <laughs> I Nurse. I love it. That's hilarious. That but, is really funny. Uh, no, he said he wanted to be called coach. at the, Just we coach. Asked, we asked Zora about that yesterday. Love it. Yeah, he said Just he coach. wanted to be called coach. Yep. Well, okay, so he said offensively they want to take advantage of the special talent on the team, create high percentage shots. He talked about defense as well, and something interesting that I thought really, well, first off, of course, he said the adjustment thing. But he said, we want to take our defense to the offense. We're not going to allow the offense to take their offense to us. What does that mean to you? Can you break that down? Because I thought that was such a unique way of putting that. And I want to understand exactly where his mind's at in saying that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, 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 the short answer of that is, like, as a defensive, you have to be aggressive. Like, again, you said we know what we know what you want to do. Okay. When you call out a certain set or you get into a certain uh, formation, we know what you're going to do. Most teams now in the NBA they run a lot of high pick and roll. All right, what do we want? What do we want to force you to do? Now we're going to be aggressive to force you to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what he means by we're taking it to you. We're not going to let you operate and then react off of you. We're, we're not going to allow you to play your offense. Right, we're going to make you, to you react yep, you. to us to okay. our defensive moves. That's really what that means. I like the way he put it. I, I like the way his his brain operates, the way that he sees things. You know what right. I mean? I'm I'm already I'm a big fan already. I'd love to sure. see obviously action though, because yeah. things look good on paper. Yeah, that's good. But uh, we got. Uh, are you a better guesser? You recall that you were here before? Oh yeah, I'm there. excited. We'll for that guess one. at some random crazy fact that I'll come <laughs> up with. Uh, we need caller four, Pebble. Ooh. Is that right? Caller, caller four. four. Yep. Or are you a better guesser? Next.